2: If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at FisherHomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: Welcome to Stuff to Blow Your Mind, a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, my name is Joe McCormick, and this is The Artifact, a short-form series from Stuff to Blow Your Mind, focusing on particular objects, ideas, and moments in time. Despite what you might see in some classic picture books, not all species of dinosaurs live together at the same time. You might have seen an illustration where a Tyrannosaurus is opening its jaws to clamp down on the neck of a lone Stegosaurus, while the Stegosaurus raises the end of its spiked tail in defense. But this never happened. We know it never happened because the Tyrannosaurus lived about 66 million years ago, and the Stegosaurus genus lived 150 million years ago. The time between them was more than 80 million years, which is actually greater than the time between the extinction of the non-avian dinosaurs and us. If you show a T-Rex fighting a Stegosaurus, you might as well show a group of humans hunting a Triceratops. Just like us, dinosaurs lived within particular ecological communities, groups of organisms that all occupied the same time and place. And when you look at fossils in terms of individual communities, interesting questions can arise. This week, I came across a study published in the journal Science in February 2021 by a group of paleoecologists named Catlin Schroeder, S. Kathleen Lyons, and Felisa A. Smith, which discussed a potentially mysterious gap that emerges when you try to put together a picture of these dinosaur communities from the fossil record. Most of the time, these communities are missing something. Medium-sized carnivores. This gap in medium-sized animals seems specific to dinosaurs, and carnivorous dinosaurs in particular, rather than something that is generally observed in nature. For example, if you look at the carnivores that live on the African savanna today, you'll find small carnivores like the mongoose, large carnivores like the lion, and in between, plenty of medium-sized carnivores like the wild dog. The environment allows niches for meat-eaters of all these sizes because each can evolve to specialize in prey that's best suited for its body mass. But when it comes to communities of dinosaurs, the distribution often appears to have this hole in the middle. There were giant predators, the ones we know very well, the megatheropods like Tyrannosaurus rex. The class known as megatheropods includes any theropod predator that grew to over a thousand kilograms. And there were some small predators as well, with body masses under 100 kilograms. But there was often very little in between. These communities mostly didn't have predators that were over 100 kilograms, but under 1,000. To use a comparison cited in the study itself, quote, If the modern mammal-carnivore assemblage of the Kruger National Park were similarly structured, there would be no carnivores between the size of an African lion at 190 kilograms and a bat-eared fox at 4 kilograms. So what accounts for the dinosaur gap? When there's an apparent gap in the fossil record, there's always a possibility that what paleontologists are seeing is merely a bias in the fossilization process. Most of the animals that live and die never become fossils. Fossilization is a special process that only takes place under unique conditions. For example, when the bones are rapidly buried after the animal's death. This is much more likely to happen in a wet environment, like a seafloor, which is why we have far more fossils of prehistoric marine organisms than we do of land animals. And when we do have the fossils of a land animal, it's often because their bones somehow fell into a water source or were covered by a flood. But Schroeder et al. in their paper argue for a different explanation. After they examined 43 communities of dinosaurs across 136 million years, they concluded that the mesocarnivore gap is real, and the explanation has to do with how dinosaurs reproduced and grew. The largest theropod predators were gigantic once they reached full size. An adult Tyrannosaurus rex probably grew to more than 12 meters in length and weighed somewhere between 4,000 and 7,000 kilograms. They're often compared to the size of large vehicles, but there's a fact that limits how big the offspring of even the biggest dinosaurs could be when they entered the environment. Dinosaurs are oviparous. They hatch from eggs. Mammals, on the other hand, are viviparous, giving birth to live young, and the newborns could be pretty stout. African elephant calves are sometimes already over a hundred kilograms at the time they're born. This gives those calves a leg up on survival, but it also comes with biological costs. Mammals usually have fewer offspring than oviparous species, and they have to invest more resources into each one. An African elephant mother is pregnant with each calf for almost two years, and even after the calf is born, it spends several more years nursing. But while egg-laying species don't have these problems, there are also drawbacks to egg-based reproduction. For example, there are harsh physical constraints on the size of eggs. The shell of an egg has to be thin enough to allow the permeation of gas, so oxygen can get inside and reach the developing embryo. And the shell also has to be thin enough to allow the hatchling to break out once it reaches maturity. But, as eggs increase in size, thin shells become less and less tenable. A huge egg with a wafer-like shell would break too easily. As a result, even gigantic dinosaurs would have to lay pretty small eggs. Schroeder et al. write that oviparity meant even the largest dinosaur species were limited to about 15 kilograms, which is roughly about 33 pounds, at the time that they hatched. No matter how big the adult, the new hatchlings were never going to be any bigger than your average Welsh corgi. A freshly hatched Tyrannosaurus rex was probably about the size of a house cat. So, these megatheropods started very small, grew enormous in adulthood, and had a lot of eating and growing to do along the way. And there were lots of them. Ultimately, this is the explanation offered by the authors of the 2021 paper for the mesocarnivore gap. The gap was filled by growing megatheropods. In other words, these communities did have their own medium-sized carnivores, but they weren't separate species. They were the rampaging juveniles of giant megatheropod predators. The young functioned in the community almost as a species of their own. And by functioning like different species in their juvenile phases, megatheropods limited species diversity. There's just less room in the environment for a predator that reaches 300 kilograms as an adult if there are lots of 300-kilogram T-Rex teenagers running around competing for the same prey. Tune in to new editions of The Artifact every Wednesday, hosted by either Robert or myself. As always, you can email us at contact at stufftoblowyourmind.com.
2: your perfect home, sweet
1: home. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200k for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you luxury furnishings maintenance billing scheduling and more and you can resell on picasso's marketplace anytime historically for a 10% gain visit picasso to see thousands of listings that's p-a-c-a-s-o dot com xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.